Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading some more from the um from the Good News magazine. Okay, the the article is called "The Year 2000: Doomsday or the Age of of Aquarius" by David H U L M E. One of the world's best-selling books in recent in recent times is "The Late Great Planet Earth: The Walk." Of a religious author who, the work of a religious author who, who has attempted a perfect explanation of future, of future geopolitical events from a biblical perspective. For some, the fascination with prediction is ever present and insatiable. And while many others publicly discount discount the efforts of the end time P R O G N O. S T I C A T O R S. They themselves are privately curious about such forecasts. Perhaps in times of uncertainty, we long, we long for, for for some degree of assurance that there will be a future. We want certainties. If we are realistic about about the human condition and and just a dash pessimistic, we we can we can easily drift toward the co. Toward the C A T A C L Y S M I C secular prophets. If we are more optimistic and perhaps and perhaps a little unrealistic about human nature, we will probably overestimate the positive possibilities of the years just ahead. From the human perspective, it's hard to achieve a really objective fix on the future. Whether you believe. The twentieth century ends immediately after the after the stroke at midnight on December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, or or one year later, the much anticipated third millennium since Christ is upon us. The contending visions of the optimists and and the pessimists are all around us. There are those who who foresee a world in which our major problems will finally be solved. There were others who who predict. More crisis, more turmoil, more upset. What does the beginning of the next millennium portend? For some, for some inclined to religion, it is a it is a significant world sign on the way to to the fulfillment of a major biblical prophecy. A recent letter from an from an E V A N G L I C A L group invited me to participate in a fast, in a fast, fast, for the successful completion of the other preaching of the gospel by the end of year two thousand. Obviously, for some, the end of the twentieth century has become an important benchmark. But whether it's a religious interest or a secular. Fascination. The year two thousand carries its own attraction. Author H I L L E L S C H W A R T Z has studied the effect of the end, of on the end of of centuries on the human psychic. He says that a kind of hysteria sets in as centuries approach the end. At the close, at the close, at the other. Uh, the past, uh, the past several centuries, public discourse has included alternate scenarios for for the century ahead. Either 
the world would end in a series in a series of catastrophes or or undergo a positive transformation, its doomsday or the age of Aquarius, the end of the ages or the new age. Or the new age. Earlier A P O C C A L Y P T I C S the woman the woman author L U C R E T I U S wrote during the first century BC that the mighty and complex system of the world of the world upheld through through many years shall crash and ruins yet I do yet I do not forget how novel and strange it strikes the mind that destruction awaits the heavens and the earth. My words will, my words will, perhaps win credit by plain facts and within, and within some some short time you will you will see violent earthquakes arise and and all things convulsed with shocks. The whole world can collapse, born. Born down with a frightful sounding crash. D E R E R U M Nature M C M L X X V page three hundred eighty seven. The year eighty one thousand may also have have initi- have initiated similar fears and some strange human behavior. A kind of malarial madness seemed to seem to strike Europe. If if the fifteenth century German monk T R I T H E I M is to be believed, he wrote in in the in the thousandth year after the after the birth of Christ, violent earthquake shook shook all the Europe and throughout and throughout the continent destroyed solid and magnificent buildings. The same year, a horrible comet appeared in the sky. S- seen it, seen it. Many who believed that this, that that this, was announcing the last day were frozen with fear. Were frozen with fear. Y U R I R U B I N S K Y N I I A N Wiseman, A History of the End of the World, page sixty six. This preoccupation, whatever these signs may have had, its effect on on the Holy Roman Emperor Arthur. At the time, O.T.T.O. the third is reputed to have said, "The last year uh, of the thousand years is here, and now I go out in the desert to to await with fasting, prayer, and penance the day the day of." The Lord and the coming of my Redeemer, H-I-L-L-E-L-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z, Centuries End, page 13. Why are such accounts of spectacular signs and end-time fears in the year 1000 or disputed by scholars? The idea is strong in the human, imag- in the human imagination that that cat- that C A T A C L Y S M I C events in the heavens will announce the end of the world and the great judgment of God. Close of the nineteenth century. As the last century was coming to an end, 
join in. P A R I S I A N S Warren War and join L A B E L L E E P O Q U E the beautiful era. All was well with the world in the eyes of a subjugated city, the Paris, the Paris. Expectation of one thousand nine hundred was ablaze with electricity. The age of dirty coal was disappearing, and a new clean power was here. It, it seemed the world was on the verge of a civilized rebirth. Looking in the shadows, of course, was the coming horror of World War One. World War One. Something the year two thousand will bring a dizzying array of tech, technological, a technological advances, ushering in a a, in a utopia on earth. Others believe the coming millennium, since Jesus Christ will bring will bring C A T A S T R O P H I C devastation from famine, disease, and natural disasters, environmental D. Degradation and war. It's an it's an it's a n t e c d e n t s were present as a as a century turned over, and some and some recognize the possibility of c a t a s t r o p h i c war. While some were were enjoying X-ray parties, photographing their hands. And an effort to energize themselves for the new century X-ray technology being a recent discovery. Others heard the words. Uh, others heard the words of Germany's K A I S E R W I L H E L M the second, the first day of the new century sees our army and other in other words. Our people in arms gathered around the standards, kneeling before the before the Lord of Hosts. Of Hosts, and a diary entry from eighteen ninety eight. C L A U D E B O W E O S wrote uh, the uh, the pessimistic, optimistic, optimistic view of the near future. Of his friend's concern with impending war, he wrote, "This, this he thought, was properly what people lo- look forward to as the end of the world. It would be the end of of conditions existing at the time, but the dawn of a far more splendid era. Splendid era. The end of the world. Some some portrayals of the end." Other world traced the organs, of course, to the Bible. The Bible, a book open to much, to much misinterpretation. Indeed, may be the most misunderstood and, mi- and misinterpreted book ever written. Though those end time images of comets and earthquakes, wars and famines, judgment and what and R E T R I P U T I O N come from. The prophetic passages of the Bible, both Old and New Testament. Sad to say, many can't bring themselves to take the Bible seriously because others have so, have so misused it. Those nineteenth and twenty twentieth century prophets who have said the who have said the world would end on a specific date only 
to be proven wrong over and over. But as you will discover in the good news, the Bible does not say a lot. Other things people claim that it says it actually it actually may, makes it clear that we are not or not to know to know the precise time of Jesus Christ's return, and that we should not should not misinterpret wars, earthquakes, famines, and signs in the in the heavens as the end of the of the world of the world steps along the way perhaps but but not but not necessarily signs of the end. The P R O G N O S T I C A T O R S who have come and gone with their feared prophecies have high fair prophecies have made a common mistake. They are misinterpreted as signs, those events and activities that occur in the general course of human life or they have devised elaborate time sequences to project a date for the end of, of this age. Many are the disappointed who have accepted too precise an interpretation of the Bible's prophetic passages. But Jesus Christ did say, Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. With power and great glory. In great glory. Matthew chapter 24, verse 30. Twenty-four. Matthew chapter 24. Then the, sun, then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. All the people on earth will cry in agony when they, when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds in the sky with power and great glory. In this and other places, the Bible is replete with references to Christ's second coming. The early disciples clearly believed and taught that the, that the Master would return, would return to set up a kingdom. Was this, was this just wishful thinking as one group? As one group of theologians suggest, for that, for that to be true, we are asked to believe that the passages written after Jesus Christ's life on earth were inserted deliberately to mislead. Moreover, such references would have, would have, to have been to have been inserted, inserted, consistent, consistently, over, over many years, as many as thirty or forty. Or forty. Does the Bible say when Jesus Christ, when? Does the Bible say when Jesus Christ will return? Contrary to what many people believe or claim, the Bible does not. Does not say when Jesus Christ returned. On the contrary, it clearly says, it clearly says that we we do not know. Consider the following biblical passages. Passages. Following biblical statements: Matthew, chapter twenty-four, verses four to six. Four to six. Matthew chapter twenty-four. 
verses 4 to 6. Jesus answered them, Be careful not to let anyone deceive you. Many will come, will, will come using my name. They will say, I am the Messiah. And they will deceive many people. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Don't be alarmed. These things these things must hap- happen, but they, but they don't mean that the end has come. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed, that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many, and you will, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you, you are not troubled. For all, for all, for all. These things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. It's not yet. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. Verse 23. At that time, don't believe anyone who tells you he was, he was a Messiah or there he is. There he is. Then it, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ or there. Do not believe it. Do not believe it. Matthew chapter 24 verses 36 and 44. Matthew 36. 36. No one knows when that day or hour will come. Even the angels in heaven and the Son don't know. Only the Father knows. 44 44 Therefore therefore you too must be ready because the son will, because the son of man will return when you least expect him But of that day and hour and hour no one knows no not even the angels of heaven but my father only therefore you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour when you do do not expect him. Do not expect him. Matthew chapter twenty five, verse thirteen. Verse thirteen. So stay awake, because you don't know the day or the hour. Watch the watch. Therefore, for you, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man. Is coming. Acts chapter 1 verses 6 and 7. Acts chapter 1. 6 and 7. 6. They, 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 gather, they gathered. When they, when they heard the wind. Each person was started to recognize. His own dialect wind. The disciples spoke, stunned and amazed. The people in the crowd said, All of the all of these men all of these men who are who are speaking are Galileans. Therefore, when they had come together they asked him they asked him asked him asked him, saying, Lord, will you Oh, he read the wrong one. Oops. Six and seven. Six. So when the disciples came together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you are going to restore the kingdom to Israel? 
Jesus told them, you don't, you don't need to know about times or, or periods that, that the Father has determined minded by his own authority. Therefore, when they come together, they ask him, saying, Lord, will, will you at this time restore the kingdom and restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. All, all the, all the above passages tell us that we are, that we are not to know, no, not that we are not to know the exact time of the return of Jesus Christ, and that we should, we should not misinterpret events as indicating the end of the world is upon us. We will not, not know for certain, for certain they are signs of the end. At the end, the biblical emphasis consider this according to the Encyclopedia of Bible Prophecy, 535 verses in the Bible refer to Jesus Christ's second coming. The four gospel writers all comment on, on the second coming, even though they wrote in different places over a span of, oh, over a span of decades. The Gospel historian Luke says in the Acts of the Apostles that Peter, that Peter, that Peter attests to Christ's second coming with these words, and that he may, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached, who was preached to you, but who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things which God has spoken. By the mouth of all his of all his of all his holy prophets since the world began since the world began Acts three chapter Acts chapter three verses twenty and twenty one Acts chapter three twenty and twenty one twenty then times will come when, when, the Lord will will refresh you. He will send you Jesus, whom whom He has appointed to be the Christ. Heaven must receive Jesus until the time when everything will be, will be restored, as God promised through His holy prophets long ago, long ago. Long ago. Here Peter as one as one of the eyewitnesses of Jesus' ministry said that said that all the holy prophets of the Old Testament spoke of Jesus re or spoke of Jesus return to restore all things on earth. The 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 apostle to the Gentiles Paul uh T A R S U S author author of at least thirteen letters or twenty five percent of the New Testament New Testament mentions Jesus return at least eighteen times during the fourteen years of his writings. The book of Revelation or the or the A P O C A L Y C L Y P S E shows a prophetic sequence without any dates that includes Christ's return. The book of Revelation with its images of the return of Jesus Christ as King of Kings and Lord of Lords is the final book of the, of the, of the, of the, of the 
New Testament, setting the capstone on the New Testament canon. Canon. What what we what we face here is a paradox. Countless religion religious devotees devotees have written and spoken about Bible prophecies including Christ's return, yet have yet have consistently failed to get to get the message straight in their attempts to be zealous to be zealous scholars and students of the other world many have many have ins- many have inspired others to doubt the bible's faithfulness faith in the wor- faith in, in the world in the word of god as god's word has been has been undermined not only Not only do so many misinterpret the Bible's prophecies, they they cause others to stumble as a result. But as the apostle Paul said, "Let God be true, let God be true, but but let God be true, but every man a liar, a liar." Romans chapter three, verse four. Romans chapter three Romans chapter three verse four verse four verse four that would that would be unthinkable. God is honest, and everyone else is a liar, as Scripture says. So you hand so you hand down justice when you speak, and and you win your case in court. What then can we know about Bible prophecy in general, and about the year two thousand, the last year before the before the new millennium, in particular? The answer to the first question is which. And information for our natural curiosity. Those images of earthquakes, famines, pestilence, judgment, and 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 R E T R I B U T I O N are from Christ Himself. Matthew's Gospel contains a prophetic passage. Passage we we titled in Mark chapter thirteen and Luke chapter twenty and Luke and Luke chapter twenty one, known as known as. The letter A P O C A L Y P S E. The predictions in Matthew chapter twenty-four spring. Fun questions posed by Jesus' disciples. Matthew records that in response to Jesus' statement that one day, that one day, Howard's magnificent temple would be destroyed. The disciples came to him privately, saying, "Tell us." When will the these things be, and what will be the sign uh, of your coming and and of the end of the age? Of the age. Matthew chapter twenty-four, verse three. Matthew chapter twenty-four. Twenty-four, verse three. Verse three. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, his disciples came to him privately and and said, "Tell us, when will this happen? 
What will be the sign that you are, that you are coming again? And, and, when, and when will the world come to an end? The answer to, to, their, to their two questions frame. The, frame the rest of Matthew, Matthew chapter 24 and chapter 25. It is instructive that Jesus does not, does not directly answer the when of the questions in any defiant way. He, do, he does not set a date. In, in fact, as we saw earlier, he states that only the Father knows. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. Verse 36. 36. No one knows when that day or hour will come. Even the angels in heaven and the Son don't know. Only the Father knows. He, 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 D-I-S-A-B-U-S-E-S, his heroes of any thought, of any thought, that, that, that the kind of signs that people historically look Look for, look for, to indicate the end of valid acknowledging that wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilence, and earthquakes will occur. He nevertheless makes it clear that the end is not yet, and that, and that these are the beginning of sorrows. Matthew chapter 24, verses 6 and 8. 6 and 8. Matthew chapter 24. Six and eight. Six. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Don't be alarmed. These things must happen, but they but they don't mean that the end has come. All of these are only the beginning pains of the end. Of the end. Six and eight. Yeah. A real clue. One clue that the that the end is near will be the international preaching of this gospel this gospel of the kingdom as a as a witness Matthew chapter twenty four verse fourteen verse fourteen This good news about the kingdom will be spread throughout the world as a testimony to all nations, then the end will come. Clearly that will not be a sign like an earthquake or a war or a famine or a pandemic. Jesus, Jesus also speaks of events in the Middle East as precursors to his return. In so doing, he refers to the prophetic down as writing in the Old Testament. Therefore, when you see that a domination of desolation Desolation, spoken up by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let, then let those who are in Judah flee to the mountains. Verses 15 and 16. 15 and 16. 15. The prophet Daniel said that the disgusting thing that will, that will cause... That will cause destruction will stand in the holy place. When you when you see this, let the reader take note. Those those of you in Judah should flee to the mountains. 
Some claim that this was fulfilled in the Roman destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. Yet Jesus calls that, uh, that idea into question by saying, For then there will be, be great tribulation such as, such as, such as, has not been, has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And, and unless those days, and unless the, the, those, those days, those days, we shorten, no flesh would be saved. But, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. This statement describes terror, such as, such as the world has never seen. Because of, because of the intense danger to all humanity, the tribulation will be halted for the sake of the, the elect, the people, the people of God. Only then will, will the heavenly signs of the sun, moon, and stars and disruption occur. Occur. The return of Jesus Christ will take place accompanied by the sign of the Son of Man of visual appearance of the returning Jesus Christ in the heavens. This will follow a time of unparalleled suffering, suffering brought on by man's own hand and, say, and Satan's wrath, as we discover in the book of Revelation. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and power was given to him to scorch men with fire, and men were scorched with great heat, and they blasphemed the name of God, who has who has power over these plagues and they and they and they and they did not repent and give him glory and give him glory. Revelation chapter sixteen verses eight and nine Revelation chapter sixteen. Chapter sixteen, eight and nine, eight. The fourth, the fourth angel poured his bowl on the sun. The, the sun was allowed to to burn people with fire. They they were severely burned. They cursed the name of God, who ha, who has the authority over these plagues. They would not change the way they they think and act, and give him glory. Soon after. There is a time of great happiness, during which at last the human misery can end. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the and as the sound of a mighty thunderings, saying, "Hallelujah!" For the Lord God opened portent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give Him glory, for the for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and His wife has made. Herself ready. Herself ready. Revelation chapter 19. Chapter 19. Verses 6 and 7. 6. And I heard what sounded like the noise from a large crowd, like the noise of raging waters, like, like the noise of loud thunder, saying, Hallelujah. The Lord, our God, the Almighty, the Almighty, has become King. Where, where does the year 2000 fit into 
all that is. What do the end of the second millennium and the beginning of the third signify? From a strictly biblical perspective, the beginning of the next thousand years signifies nothing, and the turn of the century means nothing more, more, no less than the progression in a in a humanly devised system of counting years. Remember that the year two thousand is the year is the year five thousand seven hundred sixty-one for the Jews, one thousand four hundred twenty-one for the Muslims, and for the Chinese. In our limited awareness, we often assume that day we often assume that date that dates that may that may be, be, be important to us should should be should be important to everyone else on the planet. On the planet. God doesn't. God doesn't follow man's calendar. Calendar. As we have seen, no one knows the day nor the hour of the end of this phase of human civilization, and it's unlikely that God the Father is uh, is is op is op is operating according to any of these human calendars. The prophecies of the Word of God will come to pass. Will come to pass on time when He determines minds. In the meantime. We have more than than enough to busy ourselves with the apostle. The, the apostle Peter wrote wrote two letters toward the end of his life. In them, he distills his Christian experience. Thinking thinking about the future day of judgment, he writes, "But the but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with covenant heat. Both the both the earth." And the and the works that are that are in it will be burnt up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Two Peter chapter three, verses ten and eleven. Two Peter. Two Peter, chapter three, chapter three, verses ten and eleven. The day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day, heaven will will, will pass away with a roaring sound. Everything that that makes up the universe will burn and be and be destroyed. The earth and ev- the earth and and everything that that people huh, the people have done on it on it will be exposed. All these things will be will be destroyed in this way. So think of the of the kind of holy and godly lives you must live. You must live. The idea that we live in the shadow of judgment day ought ought to make us ask ourselves about about the spiritual condition of our lives. There is a way that leads to holy conduct and godliness in this life. Peter pleads with his readers to find that way. It comes down to to accepting responsibility before our Creator for what we are and what and what we have done, and and learning and learning how to to be forgiven of sin, and that's and that sin will be obliterated. Oh, yeah.
That's the that's the relief that God's elect find as they begin their new life now they can be assured of God's protection in the progression of events up to Jesus Christ's return. In the meantime, they live their lives not not in fear, but in enthusiasm for for a new way that will that will be eternally satisfying in in the ongoing work of God. Work of God. End of article.